back, we back, we back, we back. Portals is back in NYC. What? Portals back to set you free. Portals back to blow your mind. No, we didn't. We crossed. We actually crossed the pond. Yeah, we don't say cross the sea. We say going back across the pond. Yeah, just across the pond. Well, hello, everyone. Hello. <laughs> you are listening to Portals. I have to give honor where honors do. Why? Because our senior leadership is back in town. Hey. We're back. We're back. We bizzack. Now I can like be really be ghetto. And I know. I love it. I can be like my ghetto self. Anywho, of course, I am your host, Shanannies, and joining me is Dr. Robin Cassis. Hi, guys. Pastor Tony Cassis. Hello. What was that? Are you excited? Because I was about to say <laughs> you I had was, a little, little. I thought you, you were going to put a bit of a crowd clap n- there. No, just for you, Pastor Tony Well. <laughs> and Pastor <laughs> Nathan Cassis. <laughs> oh, she did it for me. Oh, wow. Together, hey. collectively. Hey. Collectively. Yes. the shade. We had there to. There comes the shade. <laughs> it's starting early. We, we got had the umbrellas the up for the shade. <laughs> oh my god. Shade umbrella. I can't shade you guys. You guys just got back. You know, you're probably having a little jet lag. Are you? Oh, how is it? really? <laughs> <laughs> no, yes, not really. We're yes. lagging jet lag. <laughs> <laughs> Put it this way. Oh dear. I haven't slipped Slept, 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 slept. You slept. You slept. You didn't slip. I haven't yet. slept since Friday, probably. Oh <laughs> we haven't slept gosh. all night. Yeah, today's you, Sunday. I've been up for nearly 72 hours. Yeah, yeah same with me. Yeah. But praise God, this will adjust our clocks. Yeah, we, we decided to do it this way so yes. that uh, we'd break this. Yes. Break we'd this break cycle. it. We'd break this. You had a pretty bad coming back, right? Oh, yeah. My, oh, man. I was literally, I mean, I'm a hairstylist as a profession, my day job, right? Yes. <laughs> um, and I was shampooing hair, and I literally had my eyes closed, and my manager <laughs> was trying to get my attention, and I did not see him, didn't feel him come next to me. He had to tap me, and I was like, oh, sorry. <laughs> So it was. Thank God I was shampoo and not color. Right, I mean, it was just like <laughs> oh, falling asleep, wow. massaging that, him. I was like, wow. that would have been a mess. Yes, it would have definitely been a mess. It was a mess. Me falling asleep. They were just laughing at me. It was horrible. But I must say, <laughs> I must say, I it was all worth it. You it know, was. it was what worth a the great trip. Great time. Yeah. Great time. So we're glad to have you back. Of course, in NYC. Thank you. And what better way to have you back but with some, like, amazing worship. Not that our worship team wasn't amazing when you were no, gone. No, they were. Because they, they were. Incredible. Yeah, incredible. Can we just give them a round of applause for that? Yes. Um, but, and yes, Press audience the member. Yes, come on. Let's give them honor for all the pastors. Yes. And a drum roll on the table. Um, for everyone that stepped up and stepped in uh, yes. while you guys were gone, the house yeah, is definitely looked after. Um and you know honored why you were worship away. teaching yes. fellowship from the top down we tone it down it was good it was yes. good both in Sydney and in New York yeah lots right. of maturity I it was really good to see people um finding their place and just stretching their 
wings, if you would say that, and just, um, you know, really filling it out. Right. You know? And, um, and I must say, it was also a treat to hear you guys, you, you know, it was like a, what was the awesome foursome that you guys <laughs> the were? The Cassis Quad. Yeah, the Cassis Quad and all that, coming together and just dropping gems. It was such an honor, I know. From my position of being a host, but being an active listener, because I wasn't there to like yeah. pre-hear, you know, anything yeah. that was being formulated. So it was like so fresh and just refreshing as well. So that I, you know, it was amazing too. So you're probably episodes. enjoying being in that position and in you know, rather than uh, sitting where you are, just sitting back and listening to it and taking it in personally for yourself. Yeah, being yeah. refreshed. And it's yes. funny because when we were in Sydney, the portal started to take on a different feel. Yeah. Like um, the segments were the same and, you know, all the jokes and stuff. But like just life-wise, um, the Lord really just started to – we started to live the portals prophetically. Every week we would release something and every week it would line up. It was like a living parable. It was parable. like a living parable, living wow. prophetic parable. <laughs> Especially that one that we talked about, like, you know, little by little. Oh, I mean, that goodness. whole week, I mean, just every part of ministry, every part of fellowship, relationship, all the Lord kept re-emphasizing was the little by little. And I was like, wait, we put all this on Sunday. So, And last week. True talk fashion. <laughs> last prophetic. week's. Remember how we did last week's. Yeah, come as you are. And leave as, leave he, as is. he is. Mm. You know. And I said yeah. to the church tonight, <laughs> I got convicted in a journal because I had a trial this week where the Lord had to correct me and speak to me. And at the end of it, he said, you want people to come as they are, but leave as you are. Ooh. Ooh. And um, I was like, for a minute. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. Oh, that's right. We put all that on Sunday about projection. Oh, and then everything that we my said, gosh. myself and Dr. Robin, it was like the Lord just said, I don't even need to talk to you in a journal. Just go listen to your own bottle. Oh, <laughs> <my laughs> you know, when he has to drop that in a yeah. journal, it's like, wow. You, you know, know, sometimes when you be journaling, the Lord's like, read Nehemiah 4. He's right. like, go listen to Portal 3. Right. Remember what you said? <laughs> Yo, that is crazy. I, um, yeah, it, it was interesting because in New York we had connect groups. Yeah. Um, so during our connect groups, we were, quote, unquote, assigned to talk through portals mm. and listen to it and, you know, talk about bits of it. And that was very fruitful, too, to hear different people's perspective on it, give insight for each other, and also pray in the area that was spoken about. Yeah. And I must say, I, I feel you on that because once Connect Group, you know, I'm saying all <laughs> these things and being honest and frank, like, yeah, you know, yeah, I felt like this and I felt like that, you know, being honest before them and the Lord. And definitely with challenges, like, yeah, yeah. you know, remember that agreement that you yeah. said? <laughs> Remember what you had done said? Yeah. That's what the Lord would say. Yeah. But tonight we talked about uh, pioneering and settling, which we will go into further when we come right back. What is up, everybody? Today you're listening to Portal's podcast, right? You're listening with Dr. Robin Cassis. Pastor Tony Cassis, Pastor Nathan Cassis, and your co-host, Shania. And I hope you enjoy this word of God, because he will talk to you. Where we go back in. Do it all the time. Going straight back in. Gets rid of the sin. Yeah, you know, <laughs> oh, <laughs> to go back to get rid of the sin. 
you know, I got to get really familiar with my little button pad. I was about to push some buttons, and I was like, wait. But I remember the gym button. Look at you looking at the pad. Like, you better never forget where that gym button is. I uh, know. I never that forget that gym button. Never, never forget the gym button. I know. That's right. So, we were talking, and what we had been saying was, no, it was the Catch Your Vision um, service today, which we gave kind of an outlook of what the Lord had been speaking to the pastoral family about where the church is heading and mm-hmm. some yep. of the things we would either implement, add to, take away, whatever, you know. And one of the biggest thing is that came out today, I, what I took away from it, was we were going to settle what was pioneered yes. since the time we came. Yeah, that, yeah, that's it. I mean, we've been doing a lot of pioneering for for the last couple of years. And uh, um, it's not that we are not settling it, but there needs a a true work of settling it now to establish it and to to grow it Mm -hmm. and to build infrastructure for it and to build a foundation for it. You know, the church needs to be um, with people's vision – the church needs to be something and someone that will protect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. And cover and mm-hmm. bring maturity to some of these visions, you know? Yeah. And so um, we're finding now, Shania, that uh, even though certain people now are starting to discover their callings and their ministry, uh, what didn't work before can now uh, work because the church now is taking its place in this and bringing a settling, setting it into place. Yeah. That's a good way of saying it. It is, it is. Yeah, because I think when we say settling, you know, um, Dr. Robin's very careful to say that and I think it's wise uh, because sometimes that settling notion, we think, oh, if I'm a settler, then I'll settle. Yeah. But no, 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 no. No, if you're a settler, then you set in place. Set yes. in place. You know, and that can that be very, very busy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And pioneering isn't always busy. I know we're going to go into the, like, you know, um, different, like, you know, yeah. distinguishing characteristics. But something that's very important that I think we said tonight was um, the Holy Spirit is not a pioneer, funny enough. Yeah. He establishes. He is a cultivator, an establisher, and he grows what has already been pioneered from the throne room. So, I mean, um, this is the year of the Holy Spirit. I mean, prophets all around the world. So you're virtually saying this. You're saying uh, um, the Holy Spirit doesn't have the ideas. No. Mm, See, if it comes from the, the ideas, you know, if the revelation comes from the throne room, then he's the one that will establish it he yeah. will activate it yep. so that that definitely makes him the settler yeah in this and and uh he 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 requires us by god and god's will to some of us to be pioneers mm. so that once the ground is broken then he can do some of the establishing of it mm. Well, you said tonight um, that it's you were talking about the, the the gifts and callings, and you were talking about how we could we don't call ourselves, no, you know, and so Jesus calls us, and that's yeah. an extension of who He is. So He is the pioneer, yeah. You know what I mean? And um, He gives us that mandate, 
and then the Holy Spirit cultivates, grows, matures, yeah. um, establishes, builds yeah. in. I like. I love this word infrastructure because yeah. it seems to be a very, very anointed word at the moment. The infrastructure of the Holy Spirit to build infrastructure into what the Lord Jesus has pioneered in our hearts and in our lives. And I think it's very important because 2020 is the year of the Holy Spirit. Yeah, It's yeah. the year. And it's the year of plenty. But here's the key. What's the key? You cannot have plenty uh-huh. unless you have the process. Oh. Maybe I'm going to start vomiting and get some deliverance on this oh, microphone. So Jesus we think right. that uh, it's automatic, you uh. know, because, because it's declared by the Spirit that the year 2020 is a year of plenty, that what, it's just going to fall from the sky, you know? Yeah. Uh, you got to work with the process, and mm. that's where the plenty comes. Wow. <laughs> we both had to say that Already starting, it. already starting. So let's... Oh, I didn't even get to hit that, Jenny. Well, <laughs> I know, I got it on the other side of the mic this time. I'm going to help you out because, you no. know, I don't want you to, you know... <laughs> I got you covered. I'm wide awake. No gem hijacking. Yes. <laughs> You're probably more wide awake. Than yes. <laughs> so I have you covered. My hand is ready Keep and steady. You me. see, I'm settling. I'm set I'm being oh, a settler. There we go. You're establishing. I'm establishing that there's a gym button for you. Anywho. You. Um just kind of taking that back a little bit to kind of tell the listeners, you know. There's a difference, mm-hmm. um, and to elaborate, yes, that the Lord Jesus is the one that calls you to to discern the difference. But tonight we also learned that there's a difference in what you're called in the world and what your call is for the church. Mm. So mm. there you might have a little a bit of one or the other. Mm. And, of course, listeners, if you aren't familiar with this, topic you can also refer to our last portals that was talked about it before and our youtube where we released a sermon that talks about it and it's the catch division for 2020 i I think i just want to add to that then i know you're going to come in pastor tony but i think that um you 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 mentioned that uh, you can have a call in one place and and uh, another call in another place like the church can be an establishing ministry in you and uh it's a good name to call it yeah. instead mm. of like settling establishing, establishing yeah, is good establishing ministry in you and uh and then also but in the world you could be a pioneer you could be pioneering um i was very interested in what pastor said in one of the sermons in australia he said that uh, whatever work you did it wasn't separate from the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Wherever you worked, you were still working in the kingdom of God. Jesus. Is that correct? That's what you mentioned. So let me, mentioned. let me run this by you. Whether you are working in the kingdom of God in the world or in the church, it's Jesus that's working through you. Mm-hmm. So he's either establishing something or pioneering something, mm. but it's him that mm. does it, mm. you see. So we need to maybe get a hold of that tonight and think about it and say, well, it's not so unusual because he's also a pioneer. He's also a settler. So whatever way he chooses to express himself through mm. you, I think that's the key. 
I think um, traditional. Traditionally, the church um, was under this mindset that someone who's got like a full time job in the world and not uh, involved in ministry is somehow not um, advancing the kingdom of God. Yeah, say that. It's like That's a separation, and, isn't it? And so, um, in our in our school, we we do cover that yeah. topic by calling it what we what we deem a sacred secular split. So the kingdom of God is sacred insofar as the redeemed are his. But the kingdom of God also involves every um, worldly kingdom. Mm. Um, you know, God is fashioning and maturing his church mm. while, while his church is living inside and, and touching these worldly kingdoms. You know, yeah. like mm. um, Nebuchadnezzar was uh, an ungodly king. And God called him His instrument, mm -hmm. and and God did use him. And mm. and Cyrus, the you know the the Medo-Persian king, uh, made the decree to rebuild the Jerusalem after Nebuchadnezzar destroyed it. Now, um, to say that they weren't under the unction of the Holy Spirit is is not true. God put it on the the hearts of these worldly kings to do His work. So why can't God use? Christians in secular work without, you know, separating them from the work of the kingdom. Mm. When your business prospers mm. and you do well and you bless your local church, mm. you're extending the kingdom of God because you've just made, you know, your church's um, prosperity grow, which gives your church more reach because mm. it can fund more, um, you know, vision. And so the kingdom of God has expanded. You know, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, all the patriarchs, they were really wealthy businessmen. Yeah, they were. A, um, the Apostle Paul, now, he had a secular job, mm -hmm. and he took pride in the fact that he didn't take an income from the churches. It's not that he, did, he didn't have the right to. He said, I, I don't want to take that right because I don't want anyone to basically boast that they're paying me. Yeah. Mm. But his yeah. tent-making business was a good money-making business. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Now, was that secular? No. It funded his ministry. Yeah. And yeah. so all of the businessmen and women out there who have been categorized as working in the world and not the kingdom, that's, that's a… And, and that's a stigma. That's yeah. a stigma that we need to shake because… When you're bringing money into the kingdom through your faithfulness mm. to your local assembly, and I must stress, you must put it into your local assembly, wh wherever you call home, has to be blessed by the fruit of the field. Mm. And so um, there's no sacred and secular split. Right. Pioneers can be in the church mm. or they can be in the world. Settlers can be in the church or in the world. Right. Depending on how God has mixed their their particular gifts, right? You know, so you know, obviously Peter was a fisherman. He gave that career up to full time ministry. Yeah, but there are people who are in full time uh, jobs or businesses that are in full time ministry. But obviously, the church doesn't recognise it because they haven't gone through some kind of formal ordina ordination. Mm -hmm. But um, we often say at at our church. The kingdom of God has three sections. The praying, preaching section. Mm -hmm. Yes. The paying section, mm. right? And then you have the prophetic and directional section. Yeah. Okay. And so 
those three need to function together for the church to always stay in line with its vision and have its all have all of its, all of its resources supplied. Yeah. And wow. I, th- I think the praying wow, section, um, people can understand the praying section because they, c- they can see that intercession and standing in the gap. But when you come to the paying section, <laughs> Uh-oh. people yeah. turn around and say, well, you know, like – what do I get out of this? Yeah. I just seem to be giving everything. It's better to give than to receive. Yeah. Or they just want to take my yeah, money. So we, we've we've had people who've come up to us and, and said, you know, I want to I want to dedicate my business to God. Mm. And I've heard pastors say, well, okay, that's there's no problem with you dedicating your business, but let's let's get a little bit more practical. Are you ready to commit a percentage of your profits? Yeah. to your local church there or to is. a work of God. And you'd be surprised at how many people pull back because they're, they're very willing to tithe, but they've approached us on the basis that the business is for kingdom expansion only. Now, mm-hmm. after they've taken their portion, they're living comfortably and whatever, then the rest of that should be dedicated to the Lord because that's why they started the business. Yeah, mm-hmm. But nine out of ten people... Like that rich young ruler, they pull back. Mm. Very much so. And I think before going to the break, it's very important to note that the kingdom of God is not the kingdom of church. There you go. And that's where we've mixed it up. Oh, we have to elaborate that. You know what I mean? The kingdom of God is governed by the church. Mm. Remember? Because Paul tells us that the church is the foundation and pillar of truth. Mm-hmm. So the church is God's instrument, but the church itself is not the kingdom. The kingdom of God That's incorporates it. the angels, the demonic, the universe, uh, secular nations, you know, uh, sheep nations, goat nations. It's whatever God governs over. Yeah. All right? But remember, we're seated with Christ at his right hand. Yep. So we are the highest authority, second to Jesus Christ in the universe. All righty, Pastor Tony, you are just you're on one today, downloading from so, heaven. I think you should before be jet lagged more break, often. Before we, <laughs> before we go to break, I, I, I don't know if Pastor will maybe balance this a bit, but there's a little bit of pioneer and settler in us all. It, it, the percentages vary depending on your call. And that's because Jesus is both those Jesus, things. I was going to say, Jesus pioneered, through th- three and a half years of ministry, yeah. he pioneered a work. He prepared a people for God. Mm. Preparing, he, called, he is was the person, person. He was the person who first used the, the term ecclesia, church. Right. On That's this right. rock, I will build my church. Yep. But when he sat at the right hand of the Father, it's not that he he's not doing anything, but he settled. Right, his his pioneering work was done. He left the settling work to the apostles and the disciples. Mm. Mm. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he started something. Now the apostles had to fulfill and and build on what he started. But also, when he was uh, had his disciples, he was forever establishing. Yes, yes, he was ever establishing uh, as he taught them. Ever establishing. You know principles and yep. and kingdom business. He was forever establishing. So he was both settler and pioneer. Yeah. Amen. So why would we say um, 
you know, it's it's a, it's an ability to be both in us, of mm. course, mm -hmm. because we have Christ, the fullness yeah. of Christ as a, a settler and fullness of Christ mm. as a pioneer. Wow. Amen. Whew. All right, that was a uh, mouthful to chew hot on. Bread. Uh, hot bread. So did that help to understand more clarity? It should. It should. And I hope it is, listeners, you know, bringing clarity as we continue this journey in portals. We'll be right back. Hey guys, want to hear God speak to you personally? Then join us here at Dipping Night. It's every first Monday of the month at 7.30 p.m. To find out more information or to RSVP, you can visit us at dippingnight.torknyc.org. Hope to see you there. We're going to go back in. Definitely. And finish this uh, last part of it now. Mm. I'm going to do that. But I think the thing is, uh, you know, when I was in Sydney, Australia, uh, you know, it was great being there and uh, we had a lot of things going on. And there was just ministry involvement and uh, movement of the Holy Spirit. And everybody was saying, wow, look what's happening, look what's happening. And... Um, I had to say to them, Shania, you know what? My time's coming to an end mm. because if I stayed much longer, <laughs> I'd kill you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And what, do I, <laughs> and what do I mean by that? So true. What I mean by that Please is, tell us. is not a physical kill, kill you. I mean. But um, uh, my pace is moving faster and uh, they didn't have that pace in their lives. Right. And, I mean, they could only stand it for, say, eight weeks. Yeah. And <laughs> then they were starting to really drag behind, yeah. you know. And, and so I said, yep, what, what's happening now is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pioneering, I'm bringing things and I'm breaking new ground and things are happening. But now you've got to settle in what's been broken because, uh, you know, you'll be worn out if mm -hmm. we hang around. I'm trying to tell so, you. So, you know, I, I wanted them to see uh, that it had its time. Mm -hmm. There was a timeline in yeah. it and that they needed to see that. And that's true. Uh, we couldn't have stayed much longer because we were moving no. at a pace yeah. and they were wearing out. Yeah, yeah. We were used to the pace. Yeah. Um. But they weren't used to the pace mm. and nothing on them. Right. It's just the Lord was bringing them to level bit by bit, yeah. you know. Yeah. But, I mean, we've been used to that pace for quite a bit of time now. And so um, I definitely see, you know, the the sanctioned time from the Holy Spirit to bring them to that next step, but also to say, okay, now's the time to return. And that brings me to my, my um, point closing on this. Yeah. about the pioneering. We always think that pioneering has to be all at once, but I said to someone tonight, no. uh, the key is you have to pioneer step by step, mm -hmm. you know, and um, I think when we try to pioneer all at once, that's when we do burn out. Yeah, because you, you, you can't break a whole field of ground. Yeah. You can only break one piece of 
of ground at a time. Yeah. And so for those that are listening that might feel like they're pioneers, but they're just exhausted because I prayed for some people tonight at the end of service that were feeling that way. I would challenge you to go back to the Holy Spirit and ask, have you tried to do it all at once? Yeah, that'd be the key. Because it's not that you aren't a pioneer. It's not that you don't have what it takes, but it's maybe that you've tried to um, swallow it all and the Holy Spirit only wanted to give you a bit of a portion to, you know, let Jesus pioneer through you and then let the Holy Spirit cultivate that, which brings us into the segment that what this is called about taking your land and let it land. We don't want to be so quick to be about taking the land and getting the victory that we never let something actually land and find root and place in us. Because you've been teaching us, Pastor Robin, that if we if it doesn't find root, then it can't produce the fruit. No, it can't. And so um, I know Pastor Tony's going to share something to do with the scriptures to really show us how this is done biblically. But I feel that that's a very important thing because especially in today's church culture, everything is all about pioneering and getting to the next, do the right. best, the next you best thing, do. and it's, you know, be the best you and make that money and. Find your destiny and be who you can for God. I think that it's uh, it's really like we have uh, all these pioneers and uh, no one wants to settle what's been pioneered and right. so therefore uh, everybody's a pioneer in the church. What a mess if we were. Oh, Lord Jesus. What a mess if we were. Ciao. So, yeah, the Holy Spirit <laughs> wants us to actually – and I think that's so, like, loving – of yeah. the Holy Spirit, like, you. you know, the grace and the beauty in that, that he actually gives us time to, like, feel it out. You know, I, I, yeah. I get the um, sort of vision of, like, kneading dough, mm -hmm. and it's when you work something into the dough, it doesn't go into every part of the dough straight away. You have right. to keep kneading it into the dough yes. so that it can really, really fulfill and, and, and really reach all the extremities. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, and sure. sometimes we think that when God is needing something new in, it's going to reach every part straight away. No, and then we get God. so disappointed with God when it doesn't meet our expectation because we think it should happen instantaneously. Right. But it's a step-by-step -step thing. And that's because the step-by-step -step helps to let it land. Yeah. I just had a bit of a visual. And uh, uh, you know how I mentioned about all being pioneers and digging ground. Can you imagine if, you, if we were all pioneers uh. we'd have potholes everywhere <laughs> and we'd fall into someone else's <laughs> pothole all yep. the time yeah. it, true that's the truth it is the truth and so you you must find your place you must find your place so that the holy spirit can move through this yeah and jesus can express himself through this yeah right i just you know it is interesting in that regard to the adverse effect of, you know, settling as well. Mm -hmm. um, you said the opposite of taking your land and letting it land. It's like, don't let it land too much. Yeah. You have to actually go take some land yes, too. Yes, definitely. Um, so you can, if you don't mind, elaborate a little bit about just the what flip side the of difference. it. The difference, yeah. yeah. The pioneer is like um, faced with the challenge of um, never letting it land mm -hmm. and always wanting to jump into taking the land. Mm -hmm. But then the settler is faced with the challenge of letting it land in the sense of comfortability, complacency, too much, living in yesterday's revelation mm -hmm. and not looking for 
tomorrow's vision. Right. So not looking for to take that new land, to take that new venture. Um, so that's where the marriage of the prophetic has to really come in so that um, everything that we do is touched and motivated by hearing God. Right. Because um, he will be the one that determines the season. We talked in the last segment about how there's a bit of both in, in us. Yeah. yeah. But Jesus is the one who determines which one comes forward but it's at not the time. Even, let, let me just correct that. It's Please. Not, not a little bit in all of us. It's the fullness. Yes, that's true. It's the fullness. Because he is the fullness. It, yeah. yeah. So it's the fullness of Christ in all of us. Mm. Mm. And so therefore... Um, you can't look at something like that and say, well, it's the lower mm, thing that's here. Good. It's, it's not a competition. The, no, no. And it's not the lower call. Yeah. Because if, if you're getting the fullness of Christ in whatever he's saying he wants to express himself in, there's nothing low about that. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I, can I, sorry, go for it. I was going to say, can I give like a, a more practical example? Yeah. yeah. I mean, what? What good is an architect, right? He can have the greatest design and the greatest vision, but if he hasn't got builders, electricians, concreters, painters, there's no building going up. Yeah, absolutely not. You it's know? all very surface. And what's the good of building a building with builders and carpenters and electricians and you know plasterers without people to live in it? Mm-hmm. And so everybody has to play a part in building vision. Right. And that's what I think the team here is – try and establish with our listeners um there are times when you're a visionary usually apostles and prophets are the main visionaries that's right mm-hmm. yeah. okay uh, evangelists are a little bit of a mix yeah because they are also visionaries but they also help settle, settle. the saints mm-hmm. but teachers and pastors are primarily settlers of vision they, they're the ones who who ground the saints and, and they establish them. We, yeah. I, I think the word settler is 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 a little bit sort of running short of what we're actually yeah. establish. Mm. Establish is a better word because yeah. the visionary goes in. He says, "This is what God wants to do spiritually." You know, I want to build a church. I'm going to do a ministry, and then along comes the prophets, the 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 evangelists, the teachers, and the pastors to build on that vision. Mm-hmm. And this is why the apostle specifically said in 1 Corinthians, first apostles, second prophets, third teachers. Mm-hmm. And so they're the guys who set vision, establish foundations. Mm-hmm. And then he says then there's miracles and then there's healing and then there's you know helps and mm. administration. And finally he says tongues. And so that's how the flow of the Spirit flows through a vision that he gives an apostolic prophetic team. Give right? us the five G's that you said tonight, Pastor Tony. Apostles Not govern. the 5G network because we know that there's a little <laughs> bit of that. But the, the five G's. An apostle governs, a, a prophet guides, an evangelist gathers, a pastor guards, and a teacher grounds. So those five G's... Mm. I really reflect. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Someone just pioneered something in the other room. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, that's why I think, um, in, in so far as my teaching yeah. um, gift, I, I love you know, like grounding the saints, not grinding yeah. the saints. <laughs> right. Grounding. Yeah, Careful what you say in New York City. <laughs> I know. Definitely not grinding. I love. Grounding the saints. <laughs> <laughs> Just to have visual, man. <laughs> <laughs> so 
sorry. I had to, you know. We're back in New York. You right? gotta be careful. <laughs> you gotta be careful what you say. There's still some nasty minds out there. <laughs> there, is a, there is a New York grind. <laughs> yes, there is. That's true. That has no connotations. Okay. But um, I, I really love the work of grounding people yes. in their faith. Yes. Yeah. You know, because it builds them, makes them strong. But I also like pioneering. I like taking them places where they haven't been. Mm. Yeah. And so that's why my, my passion for the prophetic mm. really is satisfying because um, we often say the prophetic takes you off the map sometimes. You know, yeah, pioneers are people who are going places where no one else has gone. Yeah. Paul said in 2 Corinthians, uh-huh. I want to go to those areas where no one's gone. I don't want to build on another man's sphere. Mm. See, uh, he he wanted he wanted virgin territory, yeah. mm. and so that's why he picked a lot of these you know these Greek idolatrous cities to go set up strongholds for the Lord Jesus Christ because no one else would. Yeah, it's riskier. It, it the price to pay is higher. Mm. He said, "I had sleepless nights, hungry days, uh, days where I didn't have enough clothes or friends. I've been in every jail." In oh, every city, you know, like Paul's one of the only apostles who comes into towns and says, what are the jails like here? Because I'm going <laughs> to eventually end up in a jail. <laughs> exactly, you might as well. You know what I'm saying? The three so, star, two star. <laughs> right. Pioneers, look, they're, they're, a, they're a gift from God. They're a, they're, they're a breed of people. The Pilgrim Fathers that came to America, they lost half of their population in the first year. Yeah. yeah. Now, most people would have given up. Yeah. But because God gave them vision, they they. They continued. Yeah. yeah. And look, the result of that is this this blessed nation, and I still say it's blessed, mm-hmm. right? That God has established with free a free gospel, free speech for a free gospel. Saints out there, free speech is for a free gospel. That's what the Pilgrim Fathers meant. And I would add when they put that in the Constitution. And I would add before we go to the break, it's funny because the Pilgrim Fathers Look, I'm not a, like an American history buff, but I do understand. I'm teaching Karen now. She learned about the Pilgrims. It's yeah. very interesting. Yeah, but they came as a result of settling mm. because they had settled, and uh, because they had not been in their pioneering spirit to go to the edge of their faith. They wanted to live on the edge of their faith, and they couldn't do that in England. So the Lord brought them here because that. So isn't that funny? Sometimes God will call us to pioneer something out of the frustration <laughs> of settling oh, when we are pioneers. Okay. So he allow, he will allow a godly frustration to come in to kick you up the pants to say, oh. get, get some new roads ventured out there. <laughs> I just thought that was interesting to point out. Yeah. Anyway. Anywho. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, there's much more to unpack because I know – there were a few people talking about settling as far as like belittling the position. I know, for instance, I think, like you said, the word establishing is bringing more clarity yeah. versus yes. like, oh, you're just going to sit in church all every Sunday yeah, and just no. get cozy. You won't no. be able to travel. You won't be able to do this. And those are the type of things that I literally saw people faces in their countenance was like, what? <laughs> Not I'm me. What? I don't want to be a settler. Right. Oh. And because a pioneer can still be local, 
to the church, you know what I mean? And still be in church every Sunday, every day for that. Yeah, and still be yeah. a pioneer where our settler is traveling yeah, the world yeah. and helping churches. So I think it's just a big misconception on I what that so. is. And if that comes from lack of identity and insecurity. Yeah. Because we all want to be somebody. Yes. You know, we all want to contribute. We want to go somewhere. Yeah. It's funny because when you said that with people's faces, that'll be the next thing on our prep forms. <laughs> so how do you feel about settling? I think I'm a settler. <laughs> right. Oh, my Lord. So oh, my goodness. Oh, well, Jesus. Let's just give the people some time, you know, to sit with the Lord, to, to you digest. know, to digest their establishment in the spirit. And we'll be back. Hello. 您现在正在收听的是广播节目《Portos》。《Portos》是由Robin 
stop singing statements and start singing seasons. Yes. And I think it's because for the past eight weeks, there has been a landing in the people while we've been away and also a landing in us while we've been away. Yeah. And what you said then is so powerful. So many of us as Christians will maybe let it land in our actions, but we'll never let it land in our heart. And never let it land in our soul. And that's why we have to come back around that mountain again until oh. we get it established in all three areas. And that's okay. when our pioneering actually now is pioneering out of disjointedness yeah. because it hasn't settled in into three areas yeah. that the Holy Spirit wants to cultivate in. And so, My Lord. So we're always battling. Ah. We're always battling with expectations on ourselves and uh, battling on expectations of others. And, of course, that causes us to project our opinion and our walk on someone else. It's so very dangerous, you see, because if a person has not been equipped for that, then you're using a form of witchcraft. That's right. You really are. That's right. Manipulation is the biggest form of witchcraft. Could could you elaborate, Pastor, on how conviction and convincing works in the spirit and soul? Well, I believe very strongly that the Holy Spirit wants to work in convincing us. Mm. Mm -hmm. Conviction to me is the last straw. Mm. It's not the first. He wants to convince us to work wow. with God. Oh, my goodness. I you just see, that landed. Yeah, it's really important. Wow. You it's see, a two-step process versus him going full throttle to convict us. Step by step. Step, wow. step by step. And that convincing is all tied up with relationship. When you're having a relationship with someone, uh. you, uh, you don't throw the heavy on them. Straight away, you want to convince them mm. to work with it. Mm-hmm. See, My Lord the, Jesus. You and just the Holy Spirit wants fire. to do that, you see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if you don't let it land, then, of course, conviction has to come in. But the first part of letting it land is to convince you mm. through letting it land in your heart Mm. Letting it land in you, in your soul, your emotions, and letting it land in your mind. Wow! And then the overflow into your actions. And then, of course, all that will bring about action. Mm. Wow! So, what I don't understand. Oh, sorry. Let me give you a jump. Yeah. So that was good. That's <laughs> powerful. What I don't understand is how could we participate in our actions without even believing it. Mm. If it hasn't reached our soul man or our spirit man, but our actions, like say if that's one of the areas, yeah, yeah, uh, presumably. Well, I'm, I think very strongly that it's like a, uh, a false, oh, like an identity thing. Yeah, like, oh, it's I'm a, a false. Thing. It's a pseudo. Thing. It's a false faith. It's a presumptuous yeah. faith. Yes, it's like we're on autopilot, but we actually yeah. don't believe what we're doing. Got it. Got it. And that's got why it. the Holy yeah. Spirit will always really ask us the why, yeah. which comes back to the season of the why. But he'll keep bringing us back to the same place that we haven't let it land, and he'll say, I'm not going to let you take that part of the next land until you let it land, Yeah, you yeah. know, which is so important because we see that with the children of Israel. Until they established in God what he was doing in their hearts first, he would not let them 
take more land. Yeah, That's why I, he said, I, I won't drive them out all at once mm -hmm. in a year. He said it'll take more than a year because what you said in the previous segment, Pastor Tony, or maybe I think it was during a sub portal, if I give it to you all at once, then what was it? The wild beasts will yeah, they devour you. Devour it. They would not be able to populate the the uh, the the square area of what they had conquered, and so the the wild animals would would thrive and mm. and pose a threat to their lives. So the Lord told them, "I'll give it to you, city by city, acre by acre, mm -hmm. you know, uh, hectare by hectare." If you're a metric person, <laughs> because um, you know you 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 take you take ground and then you utilize it. You take a little more and then you utilize it. You establish it. You build it. You settle it. Mm. And so, uh, you know, Jerusalem was one of those cities that, you know, resisted, um, you know, um, Joshua. And then eventually it was David that got the city, mm -hmm. but um, they couldn't take it. You know, they couldn't take it for about, uh, I think it was 100 years. And then finally uh, David went in. And he removed the Jebusites and he established it as his capital. Now, that, mm. was, a, that was a big deal. Yeah. Because it ended up being the city that God chose. So, you can't get your Jerusalem on the first battle. Oh, Jesus. That's a good one. And so, Pastor mentioned, you know, like uh, conviction being like third. Mm. But really, it's it's... I agree. It's it's something that is the deepest part, and so because um, I believe when when the Lord speaks vision to you, when when faith begins, it starts in your spirit, man, mm. and then it works out from there. Yeah. And so your soul, man, has to be convinced, you know, by your spirit, man, mm, mm. that your alignment with God is a reality. Right. Yeah. And that's that's the whole that, faith process. That, that comes through the, the Holy Spirit's work. Right. Yeah. He convinces. Yeah. And and this uh if we look at it we, there's a, an attitude that people will wait to to receive conviction as a last resort. <laughs> they do. <laughs> she they, just took the words out of your mouth. You know, as as a last resort, they they really wait on the conviction and and I'm not putting down conviction, but I think working with the Holy Spirit to have him convince us mm, the we'll better way, yeah. the better way only builds more and more relationship with him. Wow. It's such, a, it's such a, a wonderful concept you're teaching us here because the convincing is the relational part. That's the relational part. It's not part. like the Lord twists your arm and says, you got to believe, you got to believe, you know. Right. Like, and that's an attitude that people have. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. and, you know, and, it, and God's trying to wipe that one out. Yeah, he's wooing us. Mm -hmm. Yes. He's convincing us by his loving kindness. And it's funny because we're talking about letting it land. So he's not whipping us, he's wooing us. Ah, my dear. I, I, I would like to hear Gideon's versions of, of <laughs> convincing because remember Gideon, he was hiding in a wine press. He was mm -hmm. he was threshing wheat in a wine press. Now, for those of, of us who aren't uh, aware of it, the wine presses in 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 Israel in his day were depressions in the ground. Yeah, yeah. right. Mm -hmm. And uh, and and they would they would tread the grapes in these depressions, and they would have like an irrigation system that collected the juice. And so, uh, when the Midianites were invading the land of Israel. 
because they were stealing wheat, Gideon came up with the idea as, oh, I'll thresh the wheat in the wine press mm. because they won't see me doing it and they won't be able to steal it. Mm-hmm. The Lord shows up and says, you're a mighty man of valour. Well, he wasn't really. He was doing a, a, a really a cowardly act. He was hiding. And and from there, God starts convincing this man who basically thinks ah, he has nothing. Convincing. Jesus. But you've got to understand, the convincing came after the Lord said, you're going to deliver Israel from its enemies. But he was saying, when he said that, he was convincing him in his conversation all the way through. Mm. There wasn't just one statement that he was making. Mm. Yeah, but he had, he had to make convincing. that initial statement, you're the deliverer. And he went, what, God is with us? Yeah. If God is with us, then why is all this yeah. calamity happening? Yeah. But, yeah. But I want That's you when the to convincing see. started. I want you to see that the Holy Spirit wasn't bringing conviction. He was bringing convincing. convincing. All the way through that conversation wow. and kept building on it, building mm. on it, building on it for relationship, you see. The fleece, wow. the fleece was a convincing. Everything was a convincing. You know, if what you're saying is true, then you're going to wet the fleece and keep the ground dry. Mm. And yes. he did it again, you know, and all that. It really is a, a really eye-opening um, process, Pastor. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, you mentioned, Pastor Nate, that... Uh, uh, let it land. Let it land. Yeah, and, and I think sometimes people are afraid to not to to let it land, and this comes into why people you know prefer to be pioneers and not settlers or setting in place or cultivating, because setting in place, establishing, cultivating requires commitment. Yes, and let's face it, I mean we have commitment issues in everything. Right. as well as our walk with Jesus. And so setting in place means you have to be committed, you have to be steady, you have to be steadfast, yeah. you have to stick it out. Yep. And that's why a lot of us tend to be like, well, I'm not a, I'm not a settler, you know, I'm a pioneer because pioneer has the trailblazing. It has that kind of luster to it. Yes, but, but you said something tonight. Yes, but pioneering, you, <laughs> Thank have, you. you have to live on the edge. You have to live yeah. on the edge and you've got to have a special call to live on the edge because uh, it, it, it includes and, and it's about faith. And faith, another word for faith is risk, mm. you mm. see, and people are not ready to risk. Yeah. You see, yeah, they don't realise. They want <laughs> to be pioneers but without the risk. Right. Wow. wow. <laughs> there it is. We need and to let so that land. Yeah, are you going to go to break? Because I'm starting <laughs> to sweat. Yeah, we are going to break right now. We'll give you a snap, crackle, pop while you're at a it. Crispy, crispy. Yes. <laughs> Christy, we hope you're not getting crispy. But if you are, let it land. All right. <laughs> I love, let it land. I love you all, listeners. But we'll be right back. Estás escuchando Portals con la doctora Robin Cassis, donde ella recibe del cielo y te lo regala a ti. Este programa es narrado por Shania Anis y presentado por el liderazgo de Torque New York, la pastora Robin Cassis, el pastor Tony Cassis y el pastor Nathan Cassis. Sigue escuchando para que recibas mucho más. Oh, 
was the softest. That was a good one. Dr. Robin isn't on fire, so we got to go straight back in because I'm forming a jingle in me, but she's saying things that are just straight from heaven. Well, I'd like to just bring out, you know, um, the situation to do with I, I truly know the season of the Holy Spirit for the church, and that's not to bring conviction. Conviction can be the last result um, but I believe very strongly the Holy Spirit wants to bring con- convincing. You see, convincing is a, 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 a better way to convince you that he knows better for you rather than last resort, letting it land by convicting you. Mm. You see, to me that isn't relationship. Yeah, That's not. And I'm not putting down conviction because conviction does happen to have to happen, you know. But um, when I think of relationship, I think of convincing. I would much rather work with my grandchildren to convince them of a better way than convict them of what they're doing wrong. Mm. And I believe the Holy Spirit wants us to work with him so that he can let it land in us Mm -hmm. by convincing us, convincing our heart to work with him, convincing our mind to work with him and our soul and convincing us to work and and to move in his action. Mm. It's awesome. Sorry, were you going to say no, something? No, okay. no, no. I was going to just say it's all about relationships. So, and this is the key to overcoming life. Very much so. You know, if if you're unwilling to do something that you know the Lord is prompting you to do, come on, Pastor, I'm about it, to say it. Is it wrong to say, "Well, convince me, God"? No. Con- convince me that what you're saying is going to happen the I way you're saying. I think it's better. It's a better way to say yeah. uh, something your prayer is a better way rather than and coming straight out and saying, convince me. A bit arrogant to say, convince me. But it's a better thing to say, I want to be convinced. Mm. Yeah. I get you, yeah. I well, that, want to be That's convinced. what I wanted to say. Yeah. That's what, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I wanted to say. Right. <laughs> the convincing is, mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't tell God, hey, convince me. Because right, right. I know I that's know a bit Oh, I know some Christians that would. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I would word it like, you need to show me that this is really what you're going to do. And this is what Gideon, again, I go back to Gideon. Gideon said, well, you know, show me. Yeah. Show me that I'm hearing you. Show me that, you know, you're the Lord. Yeah. And and God did. You know, I, I really love how the Lord um, accommodates people who are weak in faith. Like when, when the Lord appeared to Samson's mother, she she said, can you please wait while I go call my husband? Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, yeah, yeah. okay, I'll wait. I'll wait yeah, till you yeah, go yeah. get, you know, Manoah. And Manoah came and, you know, and, and then when they both see him, they both say, can you please wait while we get an offering? You know, like, and it, was, it takes That's a couple of hours to get a proper offering done. Yeah. And the Lord patiently waits for him. Like, it's not like he's got time, <laughs> you know, problems. Right. And so... Um, because I, I that think that's the convincing process. He was convincing them that Samson was going to be an exceptional child and exceptional leader. Mm. And he was also convincing them that he knew what was best and what mm. was going to happen. And so 
you know, I, I think we should think about this really strongly. Convincing is where the Holy Spirit wants to work with his church in these last days mm-hmm. and uh, not bringing great judgment and con- even conviction because that's the past. We we saw the work of the Lord always with either blessing or cursing. cursing. Mm-hmm. But how about it if God through, his, through the Holy Spirit wants to convince us uh, there's a better way through relationship yeah. and that way – that way we can um, build relationship with him and we can see that he fully understands what's going on and knows the best thing for us. Right, right. I feel like also, you know, we were kind of so poorly about categorizing, you know, the words. Like even trying to put yourself in a pioneer position or a settling position without the guidance from jesus because that's the one that's that's going to tell you um and getting the holy spirit to convince you and let it land but we pick and choose the portions of what the lord is saying to convince ourselves that this is real versus that's allowing the fullness of what he's saying to be the starting point as you said pastor tony of the convincing Mm. as he said um biblically as well and i feel like that's one way we we also war with us our our position in the part that we play in the church or the world is because we are we're trying to convince ourselves we talked about this before trying to constantly convince ourselves um into believing something the lord is saying instead of or each other you know as you guys also were saying about projecting um is going either way instead of letting it land fully into the fullness and again asking the holy spirit like you know can you convince me of this or can you show me what can you're you show saying me you know better yes and not we know sh- better yeah so. can, please show me that you know better mm-hmm. because i really want to work with you yeah and uh you know um this this if you get this this will build such relationship yeah. with the holy spirit that you won't want to walk any other way. Mm-hmm. So you won't um, revert to conviction, mm-hmm. you know. You won't have to have, uh, to let it land, you won't have to uh, have, uh, you know, conviction in your mind, conviction in your heart, conviction in your soul, conviction in your spirit. You will have convincing mm-hmm. That this is best for you, child. Yeah. What do you think, you know, what are some scenarios, if you will, where it gets to a point where we have to be convicted? Because I'm just trying to see, we were talking about the verbiage of it instead of always saying, oh, I'm convicted, I'm convicted. When it's literally just, he's convincing us. I think it's the past. Mm. It's very religious. Mm. It's a very Mm. religious statement. Yeah. You know, because, you know, the Bible says that he, uh, the balance in Micah, you know, mm-hmm. and um, you know that one, it says about, I think it's, uh, what, Micah 4? 6 8. 6 8. Yes. Micah 6 8 says, uh, God loves mercy and does justice. Mm-hmm. But we always revert to doing the justice 
and uh, loving the justice and just doing the mercy. Mm. And so uh, if you looked at that, you would say, well, uh, God is trying to teach us something Mm -hmm. by the Holy Spirit to show us we have got the story wrong. It's too much religion. Oh, God, convict them. Lord, convict them. Oh, yes, come on. Wouldn't it be a better people to say, Lord, please convince them there's a better way? Come on. I like that. I know I like that. I want that to land through convincing me. Yeah. Convincing me. You know, not by last resort, convicting me, Mm, because convicting can have a a form of unteachableness in it. It can have a form of disobedience. Right. True, true. Yeah, you can be convicted but not believe, you know. Oh, I'm being convicted, but it's like out of duress you're being convicted. Last resort. Not because you want to be convicted, yeah. No. Yeah. Last resort, I'm happy, you know. He has to convict me. Yeah. No, if he convinces me, I work better with him. Right. Well, yeah, I just love this this picture because when now that you're saying that, I really do. I'm starting to see how conviction can seem like a, a smack on your bum or something. Like get it together. Yeah. Or even on the the flip side of it, as us as believers, it's like. We don't have the relationship to want to do something that he's trying to convince us of, so he has to, quote unquote, force us in by using the term. Well, I think conviction. I think conviction is tied up with sin, mm. but it's not necessarily tied up with your walk. Mm. Think about that. Oh, I'm thinking about that. Think yes. about that. That is another portal because conviction of sin is the work of the Holy Spirit. Yes. He he you know waves that red flag mm. when we're out of line. Mm-hmm. But what about when he is speaking to you about a things that way. he wants to do in your life or in the life of others that are not sin? Yeah. That they're actually vision casting things like or a weakness. Things like that. Ooh. Um does he have to use conviction? Like is he cuz conviction talks mm-hmm. about you've crossed the boundary. Yeah, yeah. Convincing is he's he's shown you a goal he wants you to achieve. Yeah, and he's 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 encouraging you that he's empowered you to do it. Yeah, by the relationship you have. Yeah, with him. Yeah, and so I understand that the conviction is really a boundary line. It seems too harsh. Yes. Um, as far as, as very relationship, religious. yeah, as far very, as relationship is concerned, mm-hmm. you know, um. You know, he convinced the woman at the well that he was the Messiah mm-hmm. and he waited for her to come back. I mean, hello, <laughs> you know. Um, and, and and this is, uh, I'm really going to um, study and, and learn more about this convincing bit because well, that, that opens up conversation. That Actually, the Lord's been speaking to me about convincing and convicting and uh you know, um, I, I begin to think about it and thinking I would much rather work as he convinces me the better things, mm. the better things, mm-hmm. you know, not last resort because I'm disobedient, I need to be chastened, right. you see. 
and um, I, I tie in conviction with sin. Yeah. I don't tie in uh, convincing. I tie with sin. Mm-hmm. I tie in convincing with uh, learning to walk a better way, his mm-hmm. way, walking his walk. Mm-hmm. I, I tie that in. Yeah, That's the that better sense. way. Yeah. And so uh, letting it land is letting that land, you know, to take your land, let it land, mm. you know. And that's really important, you know. Your promised land needs to let it land. It needs to be allowed to land. And it's better to let it land through the Holy Spirit convincing you of, uh, of your heart, in your heart, in your mind, and also action. in your actions. Wow. Wow. Well, we hope during this segment you have already started to feel the convincing of the Holy Spirit in some areas, and you can go sit with him about that, and we'll be right back. Torque New York presents the official launch of Torque TV, a brand new way to watch Torque New York anytime, anywhere. Get 24-7 access to unlimited shows, classes, seminars, and more. View your content on your favorite device. Commercial free. Access exclusive shows, seminars, and more. And with new content added monthly, you'll always have something fresh and inspiring and challenging to watch. Even tune into our live classes from the School of Apostles and Prophets in NYC. Choose the subscription option that suits you. Sign up today by visiting torquetv.org and click the Watch Now button. Torque TV, equip, inspire, mature. Come on, guys. Portals. I can give you a taste if you want. It's not formed yet. <laughs> Why that voice? All right, here we go. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This is just a teaser. It's time to take your land, but time to let it land. Pioneer or settler, Jesus' way is better. He's the one who calls so you don't have to stall. He'll take you where you at and turn you from Saul to Paul. Good. Very, very There's good. There's more coming. And I just wanted to bring in, uh, bring in an understanding. Just clarify. Uh, part of the letting it land is uh, letting the Holy Spirit work with you in convincing you of the better way, rather than having to convict you. I think that's the understanding. You know taking your promised land, letting it land, because he's convinced you there's a better way to go about this. Right. Wow. So what do you think, Pastor? I'm going to start a new journey now with the Lord. (laughs) Um, Seriously, because it opens up so much relationally with the Holy Spirit. Yes. Because many times... 
you know, that Jacob struggle you have um, when you're not sure how much is you, how much is the Lord, um, when you've when you've relied on your own cunning and your own yeah, you know it. devices, that's it. Um, the Holy Spirit can pick up all of that and start, you know, making the relationship uh, less of a struggle. You know, we don't we don't always want to be in a wrestling match. No. Nope. With the Holy Spirit, and you know, don't we get tired of wrestling with the Holy? I know I do. I, I often Story find my myself life. wrestling with the Holy Spirit. He always wins. Yeah, <laughs> but he, he lets you think you're winning. Mm. You know, he, he let Jacob think he was winning, mm. and then suddenly, pop, it's all over. Hallelujah. Yeah, I think that um, uh, our thinking of the past needs to change. Mm. I Thank think the, the purpose of conviction has a specific purpose for sin. Not for weakness. Not for each other. No, not for <laughs> learning <laughs> curves. Right. Not for things like that. You know, sin needs to be convicted, okay? And uh, we've gone and put it under the heading in our walk ever since we've come into Christ that it's a, it's a conviction. It's a conviction. It's a conviction. But if that was the case, then there'd be no relationship. There would just be rules. There would never be the choice to choose, to choose God's way. You see? It's funny how... He wants us to give back our In the English language... Sorry, Mm. Pastor. It's funny how in the English language, whenever breaking the law is being dealt with, Mm. the word conviction Mm. is mentioned. Mm. The criminal was convicted of the crime. Yeah. 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 See? And so Pastor is one hundred percent correct as she normally is. Uh, conviction is primarily to uh, reveal to us we've crossed a boundary of the law of God. Yeah. And it's to bring us back. It has a purpose. It definitely has a purpose to bring us back. To bring us back to the cross. You but know, convicts. Why do we call them convicts? Are they convicted by the Holy Spirit? Hallelujah. <laughs> 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 no, because they're <laughs> lawbreakers. Yeah. They've they've been convicted of breaking the law. Learning curves are not breaking the law. Mm. They're not breaking the law. Um, weaknesses is not breaking the law. Right. Blind spots is not breaking the law. Mm-hmm. You know, wrestling with God is not breaking the law. Wow. 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 It's not yeah, breaking yeah, the law. Oh, my Jesus. I'm awake. I came back on that one. Pastor is, a, is aware of, of you know, we, we've had this trend of, you know, we call it the super grace gospel. Cut that one, devil. But one of the major writers of that particular message, and, and don't get me wrong, I, I, I love the message of grace. But one particular speaker said, the Holy Spirit convicts the world of sin, yeah. righteousness, and judgment. Not the believer. Yeah. He convicts the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment. 
And we're he, going and, to and new and levels the, on these portals. Th- theology on that is 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 okay, but it's it's on the edge because he believes that because the Holy Spirit is indwelling us, the last thing that should be on our mind is sin because yeah. we're constantly in God's grace right. and yeah. God's you know God's favor. But again. The Holy Spirit's job is to convict the world of sin. But, you know, it comes even down to the point now where the Holy Spirit convinces us about sin. It's even beyond this just convicting. Mm. It's convincing us of the sin and saying things to us that help us to understand what's good for us and what's not good for us. And so therefore we get to the point where we sin less every day. Yeah, Conviction will always, before we go to the break and the last segment, I think what's powerful is that conviction will always deal with what you did. Yeah. But convincing will always deal with why you did it. Yeah. And so what does the Holy Spirit want to touch? The why. The why. And so, in true portals fashion, let's move into our jingle because it's a long one. But hallelujah. Are you ready? You ready, Shania? I'm ready. Hit it. Where are we? Here comes the process. Here we go. It's time to take your land, but time to let it land. Pioneer or settler, Jesus way is better. He's the one who calls, so you don't have to stall. He'll take you where you at, turn you from Saul to Paul. It's gotta land in your heart, so he can draw you in. It's gotta land in your soul, cause he wants to convince. Not always convict and tie you back to sin. He wants to win your mind, and so he uses time to settle into action and bring you satisfaction. So in all three levels, you gotta let it land. Experiencing the fullness will help you take new land and lead you to your promise, your promised land. So we let it land in the, in the soul, in the heart, in the mind, and finally in our action. So let me read it out because that was a big one, but I felt the Holy Spirit wanted to really give us wow, a good process. Did you hear that, Pastor? It's time to take your land, but time to let it land. Pioneer or settler, Jesus' way is better. He's the one who calls so you don't have to stall. He'll take you where you at turn you from Saul to Paul. Mm. It's got to land in your heart so he can draw you in. It's got to land in your soul because he wants to convince. Mm. Not always convict and tie you back to sin. He wants to win your mind and so he uses time to settle into action and bring you satisfaction. So in all three levels, you've got to let it land experience the fullness and you'll take your you'll take your new land it'll lead you to the promise the promise promise land wow, wow. that's a big one that was a big that's one. a big process no more statements no that's more statements seasons no 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 just seasons now so we're in the season now where Holy Spirit wants to convince us. So mm. I'm going to charge the church charge now. It. And I'm going to charge everyone that's listening 
the the challenge is uh do you want to wait until you are convicted oh. or do you want to work <laughs> with the holy spirit Jesus. to be convinced i'm about to get up off this chair and walk I'm away dr away. robin why are you doing this this seat just got hot and i think the better way is convincing it brings relationship. We all want relationship. Hallelujah. My Jesus. I have no words. Well, guys, wow. That was, wow. But I, I, I hope, listeners, you walk away encouraged. Yeah, Again, not overanalyzing. Oh, wait, wait. What is conviction? What is... Take a second. Okay? Let it land. Let it land. <laughs> right. Let it land. It's only, you know, by the time you hear this, you know, Sunday will be right around the corner. But you don't have to have it by Sunday, okay? That's right. <laughs> go back in a month's time. Listen to it three back, more times. Right. Take time to let these things land. land. Uh, and I am taking my portion for that. Anywho. You want, you want it to land. Uh, convincing rather than conviction. Right. It is so much more encouraging. I don't feel like, I think religion. Yeah, religion would say that you have to be forced to do something. And I'm like, wow, do I ever get the opportunity to actually want to do it? You know what I mean? Like That's working with convincing, wanting to do it. Mm. Come on, are you speaking at my life? Speaking of that land, we need to fly over some nations and land in some foreign nations with our prophetic friends. Oh, we're heading. Where are we heading tonight? I have no idea, Pastor Tony. I feel the Holy Uh-oh. Spirit speaking <laughs> to the saints in Norway. Oh, right, Norway. Norway. Oh, my Vikings. Oslo. <laughs> you love like your Oslo? Oslo, Norway. Mm-hmm. Oslo. Yeah, Os- Oslo has been the center of a lot of uh, um, international uh, affairs, including the the meeting between the Palestinians and the Israelis in the peace plan back yep. in the late 90s and most recently there's been a lot of climate change, um, you know, heads of government meetings. So um, uh, the Holy Spirit's saying to the saints in Oslo, um, I'm incubating you from coronavirus. Wow. And so um, if you step out in faith and, and remain wise and – and 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 just come together as the church. The Lord says, um, "I have uh, angels screening um, your country from this um, this bug, this this virus." Wow! And the Lord says, "I will keep you safe." And the Lord also says that uh, I am going to raise you up to be one of the contributors of a vaccine or a cure for this wow. particular bug. And so um, I'm stepping out in faith here, but I really felt the Holy Spirit say this, that uh, Norway is is taking it to a new level when it comes to um, communicable diseases such as coronavirus. Praise the Lord. I'm sorry, I'm just letting that land. Let it land. Wow. Wow. Actually, don't have anything... Just stand and let it land. I'm just letting it land. 
That, that oh, was a pretty big sure, word. Sure you have. Sure you have. Okay, I have something. <laughs> <laughs> See, I let it land and then, then I'll take some new you, land. Right? He convinced me. He convinced me. Um, my word is for the pioneers, particularly. Okay. Listening. All right. And my word is that the Lord says the isolation that you felt you've perceived as rejection. But the Lord says to my children, today I give you a new outlook. The isolation is not rejection. It's my selection mm. to show you that you will never fit in the crowd. You will never be one of the status quo. When you try to settle, you'll get itchy feet. So the Lord says, rather than ask me, um, what have I done wrong? What am I missing? Ask me, what do you want to pioneer through me? And the Lord says, awaken up the desires, my desires in you. So that for once and for all, you can find your fit and your place. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. I got something similar, but I felt like it was for a group of people as well that um, I felt like the Lord was recognizing that these particular group of people um, have either been in a church or affiliated with a church, but go in and out. Mm -hmm. um, and the Lord is saying to you that you felt like you wanted to jump ship because there was no ship supporting you, but... I am bringing my church in a season for to support you. So return my children um, that have felt like the church didn't support you. For I am in the church to support you. So come, come with open arms and come unto me. Just call unto my name because I am the one that places you where you fit in. And you've been feeling like you just want to give it up because it's been too hard because you have not found your place. But there is a place, says the Lord. There is a place that I have given you, but you have to come home to find it. Mm. And if I can, Pastor, I believe that word is particularly to those that are called to set in place. Mm -hmm. They haven't been finding their place because they haven't come home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they have to come home before they can set in place. Mm. Well, my word is uh, totally different. I'm sure uh, it is. <laughs> my word's uh, straight from the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is really speaking to this uh, two subjects of convincing and convicting. And uh, he is really impressing upon me that he wants the church, the church of Jesus Christ to know that is not the way he works, mm. always convicting. Yeah. That is not the mandate the Holy Spirit is being given by the Father. He's to bring his love and convince through love. So uh, it's going to be a challenge to all the people out there because you always revert back to uh, conviction mm. and that means you're reverting back to religion holy spirit wants you to know tonight he will not work that way anymore 
He convicts of sin but convinces with love. This is what he wants you to know tonight. Mm. Wow. Well, yeah. I think we should finish with my jingle, but oh. I changed it up a bit. Okay, one more time. Because I feel the Holy Spirit says we can't just say let it land. We've got to say we've got to let it land, land, land. Okay. Because oh it's my. the three levels. I know that I know that I know, Paul yeah. said. Yep, yep. So we've got to let it land, land, land to take our promised land. Okay. There it is. Here we go. So let's join in. Uh, 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 Come on, Pastor. Get up here and portal, let's do it. Part two. Revised version. Whoa, we're going to let that something in store for you. Pioneer or settler, Jesus' way is better. He's the one who calls, so you don't have to stall. He takes you where you at, turns you from Saul to Paul. He's got to land in your heart. To, oh, wait, wait, do it again. I got thrown off by Pastor Tony's drumming. Wow. <laughs> let it land. Oh, no. He did not. I did. Okay. I didn't let it land. Let's do it again. Okay. Last time. Uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. We're going to uh-huh. blow your mind with this one. <laughs> we need to record the dance moves these things. Here we go. It's time to take your land. Uh-huh. But time to let it land, 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 land. Pioneer or settler. Jesus' way is better. He's the one who calls, so you don't have to stall. He'll take you where you at, turn you from Saul to Paul. It's gotta land in your heart, so he can draw you in. It's gotta land in your soul, cause he wants to convince. Not always convict, and tie you back to sin. He wants to win your mind, and so he uses time to settle into action and bring you satisfaction. Keep the motivation and shut out all distraction. So in all three levels, you've got to let it land. Experiencing the fullness will help you take new land. Let it land, land, land. Take your promised land. Let it land, land, land. Take your promised land. Let it land, land, land. Take your promised land. Let it land, land, land. Take your promised land. a fair statement let it land 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 and take your promise promise land. land all right guys you have now ended the show of Portals. Portals. until next time bye-bye. bye bye